very own exclusive paparazzi. Ray could sink lower, he supposed, but not without an extreme act of God. The Edelsteins had purchased the A-list mega package, two hours with three paparazzi, one bodyguard, one publicist, one boom mic handler, all following around the celebrity and snapping pictures of him as though he were Charlie Sheen sneaking into a monastery. The A-list mega package also came with a souvenir DVD for no extra charge, plus your face on one of those cheesy fake gossip magazine covers with a custom-made headline. The cost for the A-list mega package? Four grand. To answer the obvious question, yes, Ray hated himself. Ira pushed past and disappeared into the ballroom. Ray lowered his camera and looked at his two fellow paparazzi. Neither one of them had the loser L tattooed on their forehead because, really, it would have been redundant. Ray checked his watch. Damn, he said. What? We still have fifteen minutes on the clock. His colleagues, both barely bright enough to write their names in the dirt with a finger, groaned. Fifteen more minutes. That meant going inside and working the introduction. Ray hated that. The bar mitzvah was being held at the Wingfield Manor, a ridiculously gauche banquet hall that, if scaled back a tad, could have doubled as one of Saddam Hussein's palaces. There were chandeliers and mirrors and faux ivory and ornate woodwork and lots and lots of shimmering gold paint. The image of the blood came back to him. He blinked it away. The event was black tie. The men looked worn and rich. The women looked well-kept and surgically enhanced. Ray pushed through the crowds, wearing jeans, a wrinkled gray blazer, and black Chuck Taylor high tops. Several guests stared at him as though he'd just defecated on their salad fork. There was an 18-piece band plus a facilitator who was supposed to encourage guest frolicking of all sorts. Think bad TV game show host. Think Muppets Guy Smiley. The facilitator grabbed the microphone and said, Ladies and gentlemen, in a voice reminiscent of a boxing ring announcer, please welcome, for the first time since receiving the Torah and becoming a man, give it up for the one, the only... Ira Edelstein! Ira appeared with two. Ray wasn't sure what the right terminology was, but perhaps the best phrase would be upscale strippers. The two hot chicks escorted little Ira into the room by the cleavage. Ray got the camera ready and pushed forward, shaking his head. The kid was thirteen. If women who looked like that were ever that close to him when he was thirteen... He'd have an erection for a week. Ah, youth. The applause was rapturous. Ira gave the crowd a royal wave. Ira, Ray called out. Are these your new goddesses? Is it true you may be adding a third to your harem? Please, Ira said with a practiced whine. I'm entitled to my privacy. Ray managed not to vomit. But your public wants to know. Fester, the sunglassed bodyguard, put a large mitt on Ray, allowing Ira to brush past him.
Ray snapped, making sure the flash worked its magic. The band exploded. When did weddings and bar mitzvahs start playing music at a rock stadium decibel? Into the new celebration anthem, Club Can't Handle Me. Ira dirty danced with the two hired helpers. Then his 13-year-old friends joined in, crowding the dance floor, jumping straight up and down like pogo sticks. Ray fought through Fester, snapped some more pictures, checked his watch. One more minute on the clock. Paparazzi scum! Another kick to the shins from some little cretin. Ow, damn it, that hurt! The cretin scurried away. Note to self, Ray thought. Start wearing shin guards. He looked over at Fester as though begging for mercy. Fester let him off the hook with a head gesture to follow him toward the corner.